0: Are you, my podcast?
1: Are you my podcast?
0: Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast?
1: Are you my podcast?
0: Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast?
1: Sarah Colonna. Uh it's your girl Mary. How you doing? Hey, oh god, I
0: really want you to do like,
1: hey, it's your girl Mary.
0: Tune into my YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't know why. That's why we want you to
1: start talking all of a sudden. Is that okay? I mean, I can. I, I can. I'll try. I'll. Uh, you know. How was how it? How'd you do? Hey, it's, hey, it's your girl Mary coming to you live
0: from my YouTube channel. <laughs> Never mind. It's nothing you could ever do. It's nothing I could ever do. Uh, it's something that one of my nieces do. And she's like oh, seven. So, well, I'll be
1: honest. I I'm not gonna deny that I'm probably gonna work <laughs> on it for next time. So,
0: <laughs> hi guys. And this is also not a YouTube channel. This is your uh, Wednesday MAFS hole. because I'm wearing my Maths hole shirt today because I feel real MAFS holy tonight. Um, <laughs> link in bio on Are You My Podcast Instagram for all of our merchandise, which is just fun T-shirts. And hi guys, welcome to your Wednesday night slash Thursday morning slash whenever you're listening to this rage. And boy, is it going to have that tonight podcast.
1: I mean, is it a welcome or is it is it a get in here quick <laughs> and shut the door because I'm scared and I'm angry and I I need to let it out. That's how I'm feeling uh, right now. Definitely that.
0: Um, before we get into it, please know that I will be uh, – go to sarahcolona.com. I'm going to be in – Batavia, Illinois, April 4th through 6th. I'm going to be in Tulsa, the 19th and 20th, Fort Worth right after that. Um, There's a bunch of dates on my website. Mary and I are together in Louisville in June. Those dates are on my website too. So please come see me live. I'm uh, having some fun out there. So come see that.
1: I like it. Go see Sarah. Come see us in Louisville and uh, keep keep your eyes on maryrodzinski.com working on some hot dates myself in addition to june in louisville so ah, girl
0: wow you know after we finish here we always go over to patreon and we do bonus thursday content we also do sunday episodes and then this week you will also have an extra bonus episode on monday so you already get Thursday bonus content on Patreon. This is all only $7 a month, motherfuckers. Okay. And then <laughs> you get Sunday episodes that have nothing to do with Mary First Sight. It's just us having fun. And then this coming Monday, we're doing a fun crossover collaboration with the very, very, very funny hosts of Little Miss Recap. And we're going to basically just discuss our thoughts of the season um, sort of in depth and doing it with two other people who are obsessed with this show. So it'll just be really fun. Different takes also going to do a little discussion of our, they recap love is blind, which I know you guys have been asking us to do, but we were doing this at the time. So we didn't get to do that yet, but, um, or we didn't have time to be honest with you to do also love is blind this for this season. However, doesn't mean we won't do it in the future, but we will discuss it with the very funny ladies of little miss recap because they do it. I've watched it. Mary's catching up on it and we'll have stuff to say. Yeah, so all of that will be on um, uh, just a bonus Here You Go episode on Monday on Patreon. Um, Anyway, Mary, tonight...
1: Uh, What do you... I mean, Sarah, I... You
0: don't want to hurt me. Don't want to hurt me. Got me at your mercy. At your mercy. You don't want to hurt me.
1: Anyway, yeah, you do. Oh, wait, I want to guess which couple that was leading up to. Uh, mm. It could be any of them. It was more is, of an outro if that oh, helps Oh, was it? You. Okay. okay. Mm. You know, oh, Back in Austin? Nope. No. Okay. Uh, back in Austin. Who's right. left? Well, can't. <laughs> uh, 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 I mean, who do you think? Emily? Who's hurtful? Oh, yes. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess so. But I just, I was thinking more that Becca mentioned a lot tonight, how she really doesn't want to hurt Austin.
0: I, you know what? So, and I, if you were, um, if you were the person putting the songs together, whatever that uh, title is that I can't think of right now, you, it probably would have been a good time to yeah. put it in when, with Becca and Austin. But they did choose to do it with Emily and Brennan, and it kind of it was very dramatic. Um, did you, although,
1: although Sarah could have been with Chloe and Michael either when they were showing some of those uh gargantuan dildos and shit? You don't want to <laughs> hurt me, don't want to hurt me. You know, it could have been, but it you really might accidentally, yeah, accidentally, don't put that in. Scabs my up okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, mm-hmm. I
0: don't, mm-hmm. that was very. I feel like that was one of the first times we've seen um not that we haven't seen them go to sex shops and to go through fucking baskets and all the things that they do on this show but that felt like the most uh intimate.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was and and I think the intimacy was really shown with uh Chloe. She had a very intimate relationship with that store maybe not that particular store. She was like how I am when I go into Sephora. I'm like I need this, this, this that she was like bam, bam, giant fucking Billy Club, dishwasher safe, pull cord dildo. I mean, she want, she knew what she wanted. This was not her first rodeo. No. And even at that and even at the end when they were
0: getting Do they name it Penelope? Is that right? Yeah, they they sure Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. Or she did. Or he did. Right. And even when he was, they had, she had to get Penelope charged up. um, And she was just like, I'm just getting this charged. I'm getting it ready. And I can't wait to watch you use it. I mean, and Michael, who is very open. And so we're just talking about them now, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are.
1: I mean, that's honestly, they chose us right now. So, (laughs) yes. Mm -hmm.
0: He was like, You know, I'm cool with stuff. I'll do whatever. I'm open to everything, but I tend to be very vanilla, which is something I related to. because,
1: Yes, right? Does it surprise you, Sarah, as you look (laughs) over and I'm just – I'm like close to pulling my turtleneck over my mouth because I'm blushing right now? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, but also say I like that he – she – I don't – we touched on this last week and tonight – it actually became more clear that we weren't even joking when we, I think, offhanded said that she could wear that butt plug that we saw on Gwyneth Paltrow's oh, website
1: mm-hmm.
0: when she changes the duvet, right? So <laughs> if you didn't laugh, remember, she, if you guys don't remember, she changed the duvet, her butt was in the air. Michael enjoyed it. Mary and I remembered that we saw a a butt plug, which she said tonight yeah. she was looking for. They had to blame bleep it, I guess. But you don't it's have on to bleep her short list. Yeah, yeah, real short list. She was like, "I'm yeah. looking for a butt plug, a
1: vibrator," and I think she said butt plug again. No, she might have. I just all I know is that she she absolutely is is no stranger to a butt plug, or at least, and and I don't know if it's her. It doesn't matter if it's her. Or she uses it on her partner. Either way, she's. She is down to clown, this one. <laughs> I've never heard that term before. <laughs> I know it's certainly not supposed to be used there, but I, it just came out of me. So, mm-hmm. well, it's fun and <laughs> things
0: are coming out of them. So, it all fits. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I look, I think, first of all, it's probably so interesting to us because it, no other couple has any sort of sexual chemistry conversation, nothing going yeah. on. So these two who just got married like 4 hours ago are just throwing butt plugs and <laughs> vibrators and so I guess what he got right was sorry guys we're just diving right in here. Yeah, um wow. he got the the guy called it what like a stroker. So it goes over the penis and then it <laughs> you see my I just I, I wish could, you guys I could I see what? my hand motions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hmm. but so it's like, listen. In my day, we called it a rubber pussy.
1: I don't well, know what <laughs> <laughs> I was. You know what I have in my notes is pocket <laughs> pussy, but not pocket sized. That's what I have written because I honestly had no other way to describe it.
0: Well, do you remember that thing? Okay, I'm just. I just want to say to the anyone that's light? new. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Yeah, why did looked- you know that?
1: Because we're. We're, you and I are there, okay. <laughs> All I have to do is just hear your sweet voice, and I know that you were thinking flashlight tonight because so was I. That was, I mean, that was a fleshy flashlight. The whole—do you remember that? When did the flashlight yeah. come out? It was supposed to be like this, like secret. Like what was that for? <laughs> just fucking some it pervert was, who's like, it, you know, ah, uh, nothing to see here, guys. It's just a yeah, flashlight. Just my, my flashlight, and then inside it was a big
0: silicone. It's this big soft vagina hole. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what that was. So it was mm-hmm. something for him to, and just if you're new here, we don't normally start off this way, but no. this is what married at first first sight gave us tonight. Yeah. Listen to and- decision
1: days next week or coming up soon. <laughs> this is what happens. We didn't ask for this.
0: No. And also since decision day is coming up, this is the last time we'll probably talk about sex this season. The first True. and the last. Right. Because right. These two I think when Pia came to visit <laughs> and Chloe, I don't know. I there's she's so interesting to me because she has this sort of proper um
1: presenting, right? I don't know if that's the word. I mean, but- like she acts like the queen of England and then she's like, give me a butt plug. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with her.
0: Yeah. But she does it all with the exact same look on her face and the same demeanor. And that's what I really enjoy. I love yeah. that she's just like, oh, you know what I would like? To- yeah. I'm just, yeah. So I was just anyway, I was thinking about making some spaghetti tonight. And then also if you could put that uh, flashlight on and I could watch you and I'm just going <laughs> to, Put my hands down, my pants in the corner. Um, She's just very even keeled. She's into it. She's certainly, they're attracted to each other. You can't tell me any different at this point about these two, right? They're into each other.
1: Oh, they're so into each other. And I think it's so funny too that Pia basically was like, so um, I did both your home visits and you're both freaks in the sheets. Not really, but just you're both very into sex and intimacy so she was probably planning on them being like, Yeah, we've been boning like bunnies since we met. But uh I it's funny, I like watching Pia watch Chloe talk. It's almost like she's she smells a rat or something, she's not sure. And then she always goes to Michael to see if she's telling the truth.
0: Well, speaking of watching people watch, I mean, well, Pia just bust
1: busted right out with have you guys oh I know watched each other <gasps> masturbate yet. Which that's like imagine mean, saying I that with a straight face. That's that's how you know she's a true professional.
0: I know, no kidding. And even Michael kind of looked like he wanted to button up a little bit. And but <laughs> Chloe was like, Oh, I
1: don't know, maybe we will later. You know, I mean, it's just I know. She's like, is that a dare, Dr. Pia? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> seriously, very and into it.
0: Cause that is okay. So I am I think if in the Michael and Chloe relationship, if you know, people do this with sex in the city, are you the um, Miranda? Are you the what? I am the Michael. I am the vanilla.
1: I I am the Michael. I'm the Michael's skirt. I I only come out (laughs) once in a while. I'm not, I'm barely a Michael.
0: (laughs) And I like that he said, he goes, I'm probably kind of more vanilla. She seems more experimental. Pia said that she has her. Not that it's experimental to have a vibrator, obviously, but I just mean, she seems a little more open to talking about all those things or open about just sharing, yeah, I got a vibrator, easy access, blah, blah, blah. Um, We know as... As I talk about in my stand-up, and as Mary has heard a million times, that I'm so vanilla that I once retur- referred to missionary sex as stationary. On an accident, <laughs> um, I I said that's my favorite position, stationary. And so I get both. I get that he's sort of a little more. Eh, I just do the basics. Sort of. She seems. She was even kind of saying I am kind of too, but she likes to play around. Either way, to be discussing masturbating in front of each other. I don't know. I I mean that's very intimate to me.
1: Oh, I mean, I I agree. I think that it, it was also kind of interesting to me watching Chloe say, "Well, yeah, you know, I just I really just needed to to build. I let Michael know, you know, uh that I just really needed to build an emotional connection before intimacy." And then she's like yeah, but I sleep in the buck, you know, I mean, which is great. I think it's wonderful that she sleeps naked, but it's, I feel like you can't be like, well, I just really want to get to know you when she's, you know, they could roll over and get pregnant. You know what I mean? I think it's very interesting that. Yeah, I think she's, well, I was,
0: I was taken aback by that in some ways. I think she's just very confident, which is good.
1: Yeah, which is hard for me to relate to. So I think when she talks, I'm just like, she seems like she's from outer space to me. <laughs> like, what? Who sleeps? I mean, I don't even. I don't sleep naked. My husband sleeps naked. People that sleep naked. I accidentally just- sleep naked. Like if I wake <laughs> up naked, it w- it w- it wasn't a decision I made that night. You know what I mean? Believe me, I vodka have made in- it for you. Yes. Yeah, Tito's Tito, made it Tito's, for you. Uncle Tito's uh, decided for me, and I usually have a full face of makeup on. Also, I mean. Waking up naked is fine and been there, but it's not my it's not my choice. Okay, good for Chloe to make that decision on her own.
0: Yeah, the only time I wake up naked is when I'm having a hot flash. But you do you, (laughs) yeah, Chloe. No, it's so she's so I think she's so confident, which is great. I think it's uh, a. Uh, I don't know how how to say this, but it's very bold to sleep naked next to someone you aren't having sex with. Just in the sense, <laughs> this is of, very true. Like, yeah, it's just Sarah, like, that is like the funniest. Thing. <laughs> it's like here's what
1: you could have, but you totally can't because we're not. Is- I never even thought of that, but that I love that you just said. That's very bold. <laughs> that's a very it bold is. move. It really is, though. To be like, um, nothing <laughs> to see here, pig. Turn around. <laughs> like, kind yeah. of. It's just sort of. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, and I'm not. I'm not like. I don't know what what any negative comments to me saying that. Be like, oh, you don't shame someone for know, s- sleep mood. Oh, no. If you want, that's great. But yeah, I mean, you'd think. You'd think if you're you're dating your stranger husband and you haven't had sex yet that I don't know, throw in a tank, even a thong. Yeah, that's you know just I, you know yes. Oh, there's
0: no judgment. I right. am envious of the fact that Same. she's just that comfortable and he d- he seems to be too, and that's that's what's great. But I and I, I like I said I don't even sleep naked next to the person. I'm with. that's just me. I don't like to sleep naked for whatever reason, but. I for sure wouldn't want to sleep next to him naked before we were boning because right. I would still be a little bit shy about whatever. So anyway, they don't have that problem.
1: No, and
0: uh, and now they have their new friend Penelope, who um, our sweet sweet Michael is going to have to do something with. And I a am a lot of firsts for him um. this season. You know, A lot of firsts. Michael's like our. He's our safe space because he has been through so much and handled it with such grace, which is something we don't really understand. So we uh I think seeing him tonight and seeing the dominatrix for lack of a better word, if that's not what she is, but just sort of the dominating side of Chloe being like, You're gonna fuck that later and I'm gonna watch. And I was
1: like, Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I'm sort what of What if he's not ready? Well, I'm very fearful that Michael's not going to have a lot of safe spaces left by the end of this season. (laughs) You know, oh boy. Well, yeah. They
0: listen. I think at least we have a romantic, physical, sexual connection for the first time this season on episode 19. So,
1: congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations. I also think that we have someone that I would very much like to Sherpa me through a sex store, a sex toy. Like I would like Chloe, I'd pay her money just to walk me through and explain shit to me.
0: A hundred percent. She was large and in charge in that store. She was like, I got the the guy even kind of seemed like, well, do you really need me to help you out? Or can I just, um, yeah, point to things. It was when, how about when they talked about when Pia was asking them if they'd fooled around and they showed us the couch footage. Oh, yeah. That was sort of – You're going to um, get yours and I'm going to get mine. You're going to get yours and I'm going to get mine. what's oh. <laughs> yeah. that – the like, Yeah, they played like a <laughs> basic <laughs> – you're gonna get yours, and I'm gonna get
1: mine. Uh, 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 you're gonna get. I love, I love, I love your sort of slow motion tit shake dance when you <laughs> sing these songs. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, they. Uh, well, listen. it looks like somebody got theirs, and then somebody also got mine. I mean, it really. Yes. I don't know if they saw much of the movie or show they were <laughs> watching. I certainly wouldn't have been able to, but good for them. Uh, did you have to did, did, did you have to turn it off for a second and leave the room, Mary? Did you yeah, I had to uh I what is it? I had to turn it off with one hand, my one <laughs> hand left, the remote control, the only hand I had left to use. Uh, oh, sure do. It's our favorite. Well,
0: look, um I will say this episode did give us a decent amount of apartment footage that I believe has been
1: missing. All fucking season. So valid, Sarah. You're right. I was very appreciative of the apartment, but that's where we get the real shit. Even though they yeah. well, they know they're being filmed, but they forget, right? I mean, I certainly hope they do. Yeah. I think so. I mean, with I that, mean,
0: f- that it's hard to forget, f- forget f- that there's finger sesh
1: or whatever was going on there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, it, it was like a, yeah, anyway, good for them. But, uh, we did finally see that in, in their apartment in back in Austin's I, did we see it for Emily and Brennan? I forget, but uh, I'm just saying that we know that there's been a lot of missing footage this season. And, um, I don't, I don't know why you're just deciding to give it to us for episode 19,
1: but I, I know get- what a tease. Maybe they're listening. Maybe they, we finally got through. We're like, we need the footage, the apartment I cams.
0: But- I have a very important question for you, Mary. And I know this is going to make you want to button up your cardigan. Mm-hmm. But after the butt plug conversation, the basic flashlight thing, we figured out what he's got, them discussing it, her charging it, all the things happened that are mm-hmm. probably your least favorite moments of the season, but my favorite moments to bring up to you. Mm-hmm. What... um what exactly were the ear earbuds for? Do we
1: understand? You know, that's a really good question. Uh, I have no idea. Did they, I honestly, at first, well, of course, because I'm, I think it's so funny to imagine any sex toys having a really loud motor, you know, that will always <laughs> make me laugh. Uh, again, light dimmer, one of my favorite funny <laughs> visuals. I love it. But it's like, I, in my head, I'm like, is are they loud? But then I was, I thought, like, I wonder, did that thing have a little motory, a little suctiony thing or something? I don't, I guess I just, I, don't I mean, yeah. Like, who I needs mean, look, the earplugs? Like, yeah, does that's Michael what I was like, need them? <laughs> or <is laughs> she, what does he give it to his neighbors if he lives in an apartment complex? Like, <laughs> hey, she's got this big, this big girl over here. She's gonna be taking care of me tonight. Wanna to make sure we can still make eye contact tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't really understand
0: because I she was plugging them in and then she was like, I just wanna hear the moans, but I'm like, what, what? I don't
1: oh, yeah. know, yeah.
0: I just don't understand why you would need earbuds for that, unless it was just because you were by yourself and you were yeah, in a small apartment and want your neighbor to hear. I don't know. And- But no, but that doesn't drown you out. Anyway, so we're confused. If anyone in the sex toy (laughs) industry would like to uh, explain it to us, that would be great. Please do it in uh, a few words because we're both um, uh, tired. So I don't know. I'm just confused. That was
1: confusing. I'm glad you brought that up, though, too. Because then, yeah, I was like, when she said, I want to hear the moans, I thought, oh, is there wait, are there speakers in the earbuds? or? or <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, still just, yeah. Good call, though, to uh, solicit some feedback, because that's something I'd actually be interested in learning.
0: Yes. if uh, Chloe or Michael, maybe one of you could explain it to us. And poor sweet Chloe having to go sit down with the girls for a gathering oh. uh, when she's literally riding high from uh <laughs> from having a nice time and feeling really attracted to her partner and having good open conversations and then going over to, I guess it was Emily's apartment, maybe. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And just, uh, and just hearing that everyone's just hit the skids. I can't, (laughs) it just, it just sucks. It sucks. It's like, she's like, okay, so how's everyone doing? Tell me everything. And they're like, we're all fucking done and broken up and next week's
1: decision day. And it's just, I mean, that's, Nobody's saying yes next week, right? No, no. I don't even think Pepper or Kale should show up. To be honest, I think <laughs> they should just call it. I think it's the writing's on the wall. Um, but yeah, no, no, no one. There's no possible way any of them are staying married. I mean, I mean, if I, I mean, I, I can't wait to talk about. I can't wait to talk. Well, we're gonna move on to somebody. But back in Austin, I, let's talk I, about it. What the it, fuck is happening? I mean, it was fucking exo- that fucking ghost pottery scene. Okay, I, I'm I wanted to
0: pottery my tits at that moment. That's <laughs> and I don't even know what that means, but that's what I felt like doing.
1: Pottery- just pottery <laughs> <your> tits. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just wanted yeah. to walk up and put my tits in both their pottery things and be like, "Are we done here?
1: Can you guys, shut up." I just somehow just the idea of having your sweet tits just fill each of their little, or not I don't mean to say little, you have nice sized tits, but you know what I mean? Fill each <laughs> of their little clay, their little pots. <laughs> and just you're like a little bent over like a little teapot yourself. And I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Um okay, we're really, really getting into the on camera, off camera uh battle. battle. Right. Yeah, and, and I really i I could go down a rabbit hole here because I find myself relating to both of them so much that it's almost like I need someone to explain to me who's at fault, and maybe neither one of them is. But I I want to know your thoughts to this idea that when she was talking about how they only have deep conversations on camera. And she knows how much that exhausts Austin or exhaustin, you know? <laughs> so that then because of this, they don't have deep conversations off camera. And she says that she's not sure if he likes her in that moment. He says, he's sorry she feels that way. He definitely does. But you need to trust me as a person and trust that what I'm saying on camera, I do mean. And there is part of me that wonders if I was in Austin's position and had to have these very deep, meaningful, emotionally available and, you know, hard conversations if I wouldn't want to maybe, you know, veg out and play a little Nintendo when I was off camera. Yes. So, okay.
0: So glad you asked. First of all, we'll talk. Okay. I'll do that first, but I just want to just, so we don't forget, I'm going to need- Basically, a breakdown of uh, washer door open gate, just like you gave us for Trinket Gate last week. Because oh, I think I have you some thoughts, you yeah, I, I assume you do, and you probably will explain it to us. And if you guys okay. didn't hear us last week, we, there is a, uh, a a clip on our Instagram on our you my podcast of Mary breaking down uh, Trinket Bag Gate for us <laughs> because it blew my mind, and then all of a sudden I understood it. And I honestly feel like because of your explanation last week, I understand them both a little bit better. Oh, sort of neat. And here's what I think. Uh, I think that they both actually, they both have good intentions. And I think that Becca does really like to talk about her feelings. And she is very, very, um, In touch with them and knows what she wants and has a tendency towards deeper conversations than he's probably used to. Mm -hmm. And I think he's got a lighter side that maybe these experts, again, I think I said this last week, thought they'd balance each other out and just dead wrong, just bad. Nope. But the one part that really stuck me tonight was, and I felt bad for both of them on this because she, Is just saying, when it gets this way, it feels like you're being combative, right? She doesn't mean that. She made it even really clear in that group, right? With the girls. I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm not, I mean, the word combative, I guess, comes across negative, but she's like, I'm not trying to paint him in a bad light. I'm just trying to talk about what the fuck is going on. I haven't been talking about what's going on. I've been protecting him. This is what we're supposed to be doing. I need to talk about what's going on. And then he's so not used to deep conversations or, I don't want to say that because that sells him kind of short too, but I I guess either way, he thinks he's being portrayed very poorly on camera. I have to say, and I don't, you know, I know some cast listens to this and (laughs) some wishes they don't, whatever it is. Um, Austin, if you're listening, I hope you know, I, I never felt that she painted him in a bad light. I've never thought that. I don't think that. I mean you may disagree but I have never thought that Becca anything that she said has made him come off as a bad person. I've never gotten that idea. I've thought he hasn't been able to meet her where she is, which isn't really a um a, a t- it's not really a it's not a way to speak on either of them honestly. It just means she yes she's been disappointed, yes she's been hurt, but I don't think she's ever made him look like a bad person. So whatever put that in his head, which now I feel like is fucking Brennan. Sorry.
1: And I'm just making that up. interesting. Okay. That's
0: what I, yeah, I feel like, because all these people talk off to the side and because Brennan's been so sensitive about this and so psycho about it that we saw how that went tonight. And I loved Emily talking about it to him. She's like, you just basically made yourself look more stupid worrying about all this. I think Brennan and him must have talked or something and Austin got in his head because I don't I've never seen anything to where she made him look like a bad person. I mean, he was like really worried about that. And and maybe he's been doing this all along and we just haven't seen it. But do you know what I'm saying? I haven't seen I, him look like a bad person.
1: I agree with you. And I I you really are are hitting me hard with the idea of him kind of becoming a little paranoid about this because of of Brennan. That makes a lot of sense to me because let's be honest. Does Austin come off as somebody who's really concerned about optics? The guy wears a backwards <laughs> hat 23 and a half hours a day. Okay he's fine if his wife ends up as hell and he's in hell and he's going to heaven. Optics (laughs) are not a big concern to him. You know, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think that that was sort of put on him or brought to his attention and then sort of a, a, a fire was lit. Yeah. I, I do think, I, I don't think Becca has painted him in a bad way at all. And I do understand that people Uh, behave differently on and off camera. There is a small part of me that finds it. And I'm not like, I'm not saying Becca can't be telling the truth, but the words combative with him, I I guess maybe because we just haven't seen that at all. It makes, I want to know what that looks like. And the one thing, another thing that stuck with me, that it sounds like I'm team Austin, but I'm not, I'm just really trying to figure this out. But the one thing that he said when they, with the apartment footage, when they were talking um, after the pottery tits, jacket, (laughs) gate, uh, she says, he said something like, (sighs) something about, do you, he says, I've never been called these things before. I think that's bothering him. Almost like peop- like Emily being called negative. I think he's really shook by being called these things. And I think he doesn't understand it. And when he, he said something to her, like, whenever I have an opinion and I express it and it's not the same as yours, it's automatically considered combative. And that stuck with me only because I've dealt with that with my mark a little bit when we were first dating (laughs) because we're both very kind of, you know, not stubborn, but like we met in our thirties and it was like, this is how you do it. No, this is how you do it. You know, we were sort of the people we were. And I remember thinking at times, Like if it's not his way, then it's the wrong way, even though there are other multiple ways to do things. And sometimes one way can be more efficient and make more sense. But if you're not used to doing something that way. So part of me wonders if, I don't even know if what I'm saying is making any sense. I'm just really trying to
0: figure it out. In fact, I think that might be kind of the nuts and bolts of it with them is that it's sort of them both fighting about something tiny. That yeah. really isn't worth the fight, right? So right. when she's telling him, like when she told him at the pottery thing, oh, today when I told you, you know, just to leave the washer door open so it doesn't get moldy inside. And normally, and she looks so, like she just looked like she was about to tell someone, I don't know, the worst thing in the world. I she's know. like, normally that would have been like a big fight. And, and I thought, okay, is it a big fight or is, does he push back? Does he go, all right, I'm ready. What the fucking, right? Right, and neither is 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 wrong. it's that they're it's so nitpicky, right? so they're um learning each other's ways, like you said, they're used to it. I mean, there's a hundred percent there are things that I do like that to John to my husband, right yeah, hundred percent where I'm like, <laughs> you could do it your way or you could do it the right way and mm-hmm. um and we don't. Really argue about it because it's just he just oh, whatever he's like let her have her story here you know I'll go hang up the thing or do the thing or whatever it is right. that's going to make her happy and and Austin and Becca are sort of in that figuring each other out space so these little things I think it's blowing up in both their heads personally I mean I don't know we're not there we don't see the footage again would have loved loved yeah. to have seen the washer door footage to be honest.
1: Yes, I think you're absolutely right. I think that neither one of them or yeah, they just don't know when to choose their battles a little bit. Like same thing with Mark where there's things that I could chew my knuckles off and spit them on the floor every time like he doesn't he like sometimes he just won't shut like a cupboard all the way or like like put a twist tie back on something properly or put the cap on perfectly, and I want to take everything in the house and just smash it into the window and call the cops and blame him. And I've just learned I can't can't do that. I just go and put the top on the way I want, or I do just, you know, it's just, no, it's choosing your battles.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they're arguing over things like an old married couple, and they're not even past the friendship zone yet. Like I think Well
1: can I can I just dig a little deeper though with the Becca and the thing with the is that did that feel that felt a little not nitpicky, but Say she's even like, oh, geez, you know, I told you, we talked about this. I just, oh, I'm afraid of mold and it's not healthy. And I just, couldn't we just leave it open or whatever? I mean, it seems like this wasn't the first time the washer door or something, you know, it. it, it, I think these things are happening a lot. And I think it goes back to, we could go back to, we could compare it to trinket gate a little bit. She's, yeah it's not it's not
0: about the washer door. It's not
1: about the washer it's- door, but it's also a little bit about him constantly perhaps being scolded or mothered to to do something that is being perceived as being done incorrectly or not in the best way. And I think that that can that can really start to get to someone especially if he's feeling whether it be I'm going to use a word that probably isn't doesn't make sense here, but emasculated or he's not hes not living up to the sexual partner she desires and he's not doing this, he's not doing that. Now she's got to rip rip a bag or, you know, here, use this bag or shut this door. Like he's probably like, Jesus Christ already. I mean, its I could see it getting a little, but this is again, not knowing the conversations and what's going on off camera. So I say that not saying that, oh, it's, it's it's her fault and not his, but for whatever reason I'm just sort of seeing that I'm feeling his side a little more, and I don't
0: know why well, I think it's because I think um look we it was very summed up once again at the end with, or when the girls all hung out at the end of the day Becca has not felt desired she hasn't felt good she talked to it about her friend she's in a- in a tough place and anyone, male or female, doesn't matter. When you're in a relationship, if you don't feel good or desired, your focus is going to go somewhere else, or you're going to become nitpicky in that person's mind, or that person already thinks they're failing you. So, oh God, now I'm failing you with a fucking washer. Even if you right. said something small to them, they blow it out of right. proportion.
1: So it could Very be- true.
0: You know? So I think, I, I really think it's an imbalance on both of them. I don't think- um I really don't think. That's why I say, like, I don't think she's painted him as a bad guy. I never, it, it, I, I felt like he was being very sensitive to it tonight. And I guess just because of all of the Emily and Brennan stuff is where I was like, mm-hmm. Brennan fucking called him and was like, "Don't let her paint you like the asshole, dude." Oh you yeah. know, yeah, something because, because, and then that, that that the whole coat moment oh. when. And I mean, she just looks so worn down at that. That was, <laughs> that was sad. Was like, I, I wanted to go scrape her off little, the floor. I know. She's like, this is a little cold. Just wondering who's like, huh, huh, okay, guess you're going to get mine dirty. <laughs> and it was just like, all right. Like, and I totally got where she was coming from. I did like, shut up, dude. Like if we have to fucking scrape the clay, which will dry off, it will dry. Right. Right. And then we'll dust it off later. You're going to live. You're going to be fine. But well, your first focus is always the coat, not me. And I think to her, his focus is always the coat, not her. And to him, the focus is always what he's done wrong, not what he's done right. And that's
1: right. That's it. That's we're it. exploding. You know that because I, I would say as much as with the uh, the other example we're talking about, I felt for him with the coat. I was felt for her all day long, like to the point where I would have, number one, I feel like I would, I would have felt a little scolded, like wash your hands. Before, first of all, I'd have been the fuck. I would, that would have just, I would have just walked out to the car or whatever, lit a cigarette in the sidewalk until someone drove me back to the apartment. <laughs> but um, when, when she pointed out, like, it doesn't matter if your coat gets dirty, she, it wouldn't matter if you lit my coat on fire if you were cold, I would give it to you because that's what you needed and wanted, you know? So in that moment, I was like, oh man, he, you know, he's never gonna, he's never, he doesn't get it, you know? And he's, he's, he can't get there and she needs that and it sucks. And and in a normal, if they were not at this
0: place, Right. So if John and I, I'm just going to use an exa- My husband and I were at a pottery place, which we never would be, by the way. I was going to see that's why we're happily married.
1: You'd be being so. held captive, and there would be a, a <laughs> ransom because that's the only way I could see you and John at a fucking pottery place. But carrying exactly, on.
0: yeah. So I don't even go to the pottery barn, by the way. I do all that online. <laughs> I don't so even own you- pottery. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you're wanting these people to to uh not succeed, keep sending them to this kind of bullshit and they won't. Yeah. But if we were at something like that and I went to grab his coat and he's like, oh, can you wash your hands? I'd be like, okay. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be <laughs> right. It would be right. so dumb. Yeah. But in this case, because they're so far apart, I would have taken that coat and probably <laughs> like put it down my pants and rubbed it like a, like a <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like you hear stories about, <laughs> er, 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 <laughs> and you hear stories about housekeepers who have just had it at hotels and they just like put a toothbrush up to your asshole. The way I would have done that. With his coat so fast. And then oh. just giving it back to him and been like, oh sorry, did
1: I get something on it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't smell that right away if I were you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh
0: I because I could see I it's like I, I just want to scream from the rooftops at both of them. Cause I actually see why both of them I'm I s I, I think I sympathize more with Becca because the feeling that she's had this sort of, I mean, she said it, I don't even know if you like me, that's not a good place to be on episode 19.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, And so whether or not that's completely his responsibility doesn't matter. That's how she feels. Right. So it sucks. And um, whether or not he thinks there's been too much focus on all of that, and then he's starting to feel beaten down, and then someone got in his ear and was like, "Now you're starting to look bad because you don't like her the way she." His focus this episode on all of that, yeah, especially that we saw on that on that couch camera, whatever. It was like, dude, she's not nobody's. I mean don't worry Brennan or and Orion were on this season you're fine. <laughs> nobody cares going to
1: say honestly if you if you took Michael out you'd look like a fucking hero you know i mean he really he doesn't i i, I don't think he's i don't think he, you're to your point she has not air quotes made him look bad in any way she's just trying to communicate with the experts and give her feelings and have some real maybe therapy sessions. She's probably like, we're running out of time here, pal. I can't waste these expert visits anymore. We got to get real, you know?
0: Yeah. And she even said that she's like, I'm finally talking about these things that he basically didn't want me to talk about, but I kind of have to, because we're in crunch time. So I guess it is sort of, I guess it has been in his mind this whole time. He's so worried about the optics. If he was, if he's been asking her, you know, not to say certain things on camera and not talk. I I mean, these people worried about their fucking, the way they look and then just looking worse. When I say these people, I mean Brennan.
1: Yeah, Brennan. I all of them. We forgot about Orion. Orion Brennan. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, I know. Well, listen, next week is decision day.
0: And all I can say to you, is, uh, if I'm not going to watch it without a bra on, <laughs> I'm going to be watching it with my honey love on okay? yes. because I'm going to want to be comfortable and I'm going to want to be cozy. And that's what honey Love it is. So our sponsor for this episode, honey love, we did tell you about them before, you know, we don't lie, you know, that we got their products, you know, they sent them to us when I'm, I'm going to talk about their shapewear. Cause I'm obsessed so when you're talking about shapewear, they have their best selling. They have the superpower short, which both Mary and I have gotten. Mm-hmm. So we have a- actually able been to been able to try it, and we're, it's got this targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas when you need where you need less compression. So it's like it targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's so comfortable because sometimes when I put on shapewear, I feel like um, just like I'm in a little thing and I'm my body's like stuck, like coming out of it, and I'm gonna explode. So I feel <laughs> very comfortable in these. It's also got a booty lifter in it. It's really super comfortable, and I'm obsessed with their bras too. But we're talking about the sculpt wear today, Mary.
1: I love them, and it's honest. I can't tell you a wedding or an event that I've been to in the recent past because I actually had these before they sponsored the podcast. I am obsessed with the superpower short. My favorite thing about it, I love how they hold you in, but they don't roll down. And that was the worst oh, thing yeah. that ever. That, that it was like you bent over, and these things were going to snap and shoot out your your ankles. You know, <laughs> these are wonderful though. You can wear them all day, all night. They don't roll down at all, and the boning, everything—it's just hidden in the seams. It is the best.
0: That's the only boning you're going to hear about this season is from <laughs> Honey Loves Shapewear. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear are in the market. Save 20% at honeylove.com slash my podcast. Our exclusive link will get you 20% off. Honeylove.com slash my podcast. And then after you purchase, they might ask you where you heard about them, support our show, tell them we sent you, and uh, get yourself some Honey Love. Um, Should we just move on to Emily and Brennan before I – wait? I mean, there's nothing to say about Claire and Cameron.
1: No. Except for what
0: Cameron told Emily, which we'll obviously discuss. Um, Yeah. But we won't really have anything to say about them until next week. But when they, I assume, stay not together, because if they end up staying together, my whole brain will explode.
1: I mean, if they end up staying together, I – I was going to gamble the podcast, but I almost think we could, I mean, if they end up staying together, we should probably call it on this franchise because we're not, <laughs> we're not doing a good job. We're not cut out.
0: No. By the no. way, if we, uh, when this season ends, there's obviously next week and then there's three following episodes, including Chloe and Michael's decision day. So it's like, there's like action packed episodes following decision day. Um, and the reunions, which are always really fun to talk about and our clip shows,
1: mm-hmm. yes. um, which will
0: air right after the reunions air or the week after that, Mary and I hosted a couple, are hosting a couple of clip shows for them. So, um, we don't know yet what we're going to cover. We want to cover another show, but we want to maybe like everyone is talking about love is blind, but we are, um, it, it by then it's, we just didn't have time to do it at the same time. And by then that will have been kind of covered already, but we're going to look for something like that. So if you have yeah. suggestions, you know, something coming out mid April, we might even start it before this ends, whatever, if we have to yeah. do a couple extra episodes since <laughs> sprung that on you, Mary, but whatever, hey, we'll find something.
1: I'm down to clown Sarah.
0: <laughs> My new favorite expression from this episode mm-hmm. and maybe the season. Okay. <laughs> So we'll find something, but if you have suggestions, obviously tell us on our Instagram or in the Facebook group, are you my podcasters? If you know, something's coming out sort of april mid-April that you think. Um, but we're looking for a fun, like a fun show.
1: It's something <laughs> to sink our teeth into.
0: Something to sink our teeth into.
1: Um,
0: okay. Emily and Blair. Emily and Blair. Brennan. Blair, Claire, Brennan, Emily, whoever. The fucking dinner oh, that that, she thought was, you know, just to keep the good, good vibes going dinner.
1: I, I, first of all, nice steakhouse. I like, I I like a nice steakhouse. Emily, Emily was so jazzed for this. She told Claire it was her idea to try to, you know have a, get a clue what's going on before decision day. But she was really jazzed about that wine and steak. And I was like, same. It looked so good. She looked so good. He even looked handsome. I had high hopes for this fucking dinner.
0: I The way he ruined it in seconds, I, it's hard to ruin. I think I have a lot of the same uh, likes as Emily, just like you said. I love a mm-hmm. nice steak. I do like mine a little more cooked than she does. Yeah, no she deal. really likes it rare. Yeah, it's fine. Mine'll just come off the grill a couple minutes after hers. No big deal. We can totally enjoy Marcos. happy hour. <laughs> Emily, we're gonna have a nice time. Get Marcos. some Malbec. back. I love a mall <laughs>
1: back. Well, when she when she stormed back in and asked for the mall back, also my favorite part was when she's like, Ooh, steak and wine. And then the first scene they show her with a stiff, dirty martini. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Uh. The way somebody, a
0: producer, what they, if they, this is why you and I need to be on, like in the wings on this show, because we needed to walk in with a beer helmet that held two oh. little things, a mall back on the side, and just be yes. like, here you go. And, here. and just picked up his phone and smacked him in the fucking face with it when he went, oh my God. Looked on his phone while she was crying in the bathroom. Anyway, Sarah, how we got there was <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was, <laughs> what happened was, He, I can't even, he said to her that his red flag slash deal breaker, first of all, he said his red flag was not um, like no physical connection. I'm like, that's not a red flag. That's just when something doesn't, like a red flag is usually something somebody fucks up. Somebody is doing something that isn't right. Yes. Uh, Yeah. It was a red flag for me that we didn't have a physical, it's like, well, I guess a red flag for you, but it's not a red flag about her. Okay. That's your own fucking problem. Right. But when he said, and then negativity was my deal breaker. Mm. And Mm -mm. I had the same reaction she did. The fact that I didn't go into my bathroom, close the door and cry and ask for a producer to talk to is only because I don't have that access in my home
1: (laughs) house. (laughs) I... I still give her credit at how she didn't flip the table. I mean, she, pro- she probably wanted to finish that meal because again, it looked very good. But um, kudos to her for get like just getting up and walking away. Because I it, and I'm not I'm like not trying to be funny. I'm not saying I would, but I would have I would have done something like flipped him off with my middle finger, but held my middle finger as close as I could to his face without touching it. You know what I mean? Like I would have gotten real close to being Is a this fucking negative bitch. Was like, asshole. Like, oh yeah, yeah, how's it? Yeah, and I would have like, yeah. and he'd be like, stop, and he'd be like, I'm not touching you. But I would have gotten <laughs> real close, and I just think he, well, he, the conversation leading up to that, it's very clear that he led her on by not saying anything, right? Yes, I mean, she basically it was it was so much
0: back and forth. That I once again wanted to pottery my own tits, whatever that means. But I, <laughs> it was so much back and forth. But it was very clear that she basically said, Glad we got to a place where we could still, you know, I mean, once again, I had to hit a tree. I, again, I still don't really know why she was saying things like, but at least we could be friends. And at least, and, and I'm like, no, don't be friends with this guy. And I think she figured that out tonight. We're like, at least it solidified that because she still had that. Positive, by the way, yeah, open ended, yeah, positive person hope of maybe that coming out of it, but no. Um, but the way, yeah, the way he was talking about, like, yeah, friendship and relationship lines got blurred, and then expectations kind of changed after the accident, too. And like, and she's like, oh,
1: wait, so we are just friends, is that well, yeah. She she came right out and said, I'm pretty sure we didn't establish the establish this for sure as a friendship. Maybe you did in your head, uh, but it wasn't communicated. So it's it's
0: well, he thought he communicated it from his actions. And (sighs) um he's sorry he didn't express it the way that um, you know, she wanted him to, but I can it's like just shut up. You I, haven't ever ugh. told her the truth. And then now to go and fall on this fucking negative sword, I don't – And First of all, leading up, all he talked about how was how positive she was. And this wasn't just after the accident. He's saying, oh, yeah, your outlook seemed to change after the accident. No. He has – I mean, I guess I don't have it written down in my diary, but I know for sure <laughs> this motherfucker called her positive positive. And talked about how positive she was. Well, remember her hair it,
1: that he did it on the honeymoon when her hair oh, was right. all jacked? He was like, yep. Oh, she handled it like a true, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And when she hurt her wrist, he's like, She's like, Champ she about fell this. in the shower or something. <laughs> yeah. So something happened. All yeah. that. And even the girls were like, uh, Okay, our beef with you is that you're too positive. And, right. and we can all see that. He kept harping on her saying the word hate. And so I don't know if it's just one of those things where it's one of her, I certainly didn't stand out to me. And we've been watching her be filmed, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, But if it's one of those things where she has used it a couple of times, she said this very well. uh, You didn't tell me that was bothering you. If there's a point where I was saying that word or something too much. And your only example is that she made a joke about Michael and Chloe's vows.
1: Being too vanilla. It that Joe fucking well that, cares. I was going to say the fact that he used that as an example, along with this, you hate everything, you hate everything, and then oh yeah, she went. Well, I thought their vows are kind of vanilla. I was expecting a little more from Michael. Like that's just a funny comment. That's just a throwaway. That's not. She's not being malicious. She's not talking shit. She just made a comment, and he. The fact that that caused him to like wrinkle up his nose and be like, How, the, how dare you? How dare dare you say something like that? Like that's, is he that much of a helpless romantic that he goes to, to two strangers getting married and she, she made just the most benign comment about their made up vows that were made up before they fucking saw each other. You're going to tell me like, who cares? Yeah. And you're, you've
0: been, I mean, he's been a, a negative Nancy since day two of their marriage, basically. So you're going to tell me that, Oh, that's, that's what got you. Was that, is that what yeah. did it, buddy? Something she said two days ago, by the way. And so she basically said, if you, if you didn't even give me a chance, if this was your problem. And then the, the, I mean, I don't, all the exactly how upset she got, I would have too. Yeah. Because she's basically, if, if anyone didn't follow or understand why that upset her so much, even though I think she made it really clear that when that is your, one of your best Character traits is something always someone always talks about. She's at least so positive. She's so positive. This and that. Oh my God, Emily, we can always rely on her to bring a joke or humor or make something positive or even through the toughest times, which she's we've seen her go through on this entire show. When somebody calls you the opposite of that
1: Mm. and,
0: and you just go, Holy shit, you don't fucking know anything about me. Yeah, you don't even know me. It is so, it's like, it's almost like, I would almost relate it to um, when just a, a troll comes on your social media yeah. and makes a comment and you go, how dare you? You don't know me personally. Right. And you're making a judgment. You're calling me a name. Fuck you. It, that's, it's, it's violating. It's, it's violating and, and, and times that by a thousand because she's been fucking living with this guy for eight weeks and he knows not one thing about her.
1: Yeah. And just think that the last few weeks, all of that that you just said, he's been caring for her and she's been having to depend on him and feeling safe and almost feeling a little bit nurtured by him and trusting him and feeling that thing, you know, and also let's be honest, he was saying to the guys at the, uh, Well, not it was after. And I don't fucking know. But at one point he was like, yeah, things, you know, we we've things have changed since the accident. We are in a better place. We're working on things. He has said all those things. So he has said all of these things that would lead anyone to think that it was moving in the direction beyond a friendship like he has verbalized that. So for him to yes. sit there and be like, "Oh, I sorry, um sorry you didn't get the memo, but we were friends this whole time." Like it is is totally crazy. It's totally it, gaslighting and just mean. It's mean and it's also sloppy cuz you're not it's like check the minutes. You're not even you're not consistent. We've seen that that has not been what's gone on.
0: No, and a hundred percent, and then you and you also consider him going. Oh well, I thought you I mean, your attitude changed a little bit after the um after the accident to be a little more positive. It's like, oh, why? Because she needed something from you. I mean, she even said, well, oh, I mean, I guess you were just being nicer to me, so maybe I wasn't. I mean, maybe maybe yeah. there were times around the house that I wasn't in a great mood because I was stuck with you. Right, and right. You were being right. nice to me, so maybe someone, something in my attitude changed. But overall, like we have seen nothing but her being a positive person. And then, and then, for for this, listen, for this guy to actually say, was it twice in this episode to bring up saving her life?
1: Oh are yeah, you, mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm.
0: are you insane? Mm-hmm. When she first, he said. I don't know. So, this first rationality at dinner was if we hadn't, if I hadn't listened to you, you wouldn't have almost died. Was that
1: basically? This made me so uncomfortable for also for reasons that I don't think are real and they're just more Mary issues. But yes. Tell me what those are. Well, he, I don't know what his motivation was with that, but it felt like it was a scene out of Days of Our Lives or some like old um, soap opera, like the way he's like, do you wait? I think I have it. I think I took notes on it now. I can't find it. But he's like, this wouldn't have happened, it, you know, if it, I got this close to losing you, and said it like a couple times, and it made me like it made everything clench up, but like in a really uncomfortable way. And he's like, "You think it was worth it for me to almost lose you?" And it's like, and like part of me wants to be like, "Why are you saying it like that? If you really, oh. if she's just your buddy." And I'm not saying that he. It just felt very weird to me. It it because it was it
0: was it was. I'll tell you why it felt weird. Because first he said if if he hadn't stuck with her and basically for her, because he was letting her have her process and not robbing her of her process. If he hadn't done that, if he had done what he wanted to do, then she wouldn't have gotten in the accident because they wouldn't have been together. And so, if he would have done what he wanted to do, um, it would have kept her from having um, a life. A, a life-threatening accident, and also at the same time saved him from almost losing her. And screaming, "Was it worth? Yeah, like you. Uh, what? You don't sound like someone who cares about right. her. So now you're screaming about. Uh, it, it was I almost so lost you. Yeah, and I could have, but instead we could have broken up a long time ago, where I never would have spoken to you again, and then I wouldn't have known what it was like to almost lose you. Got it? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, what are you talking Talking about?
1: So bizarre. It was so bizarre. And it's it's. it also occurred to me that he could be a little TO'd because if he hadn't listened to her and hadn't stuck it out and hadn't gone on the retreat and this didn't happen, he could have been out of there like Cameron. They could have been high five and double date and way sooner. But I think that he actually stuck if you will air quotes into you know he had to do the right thing he couldn't leave her then you know so i think he's more pissed off about that than the fact that he almost air quotes lost her
0: yeah and oh i mean i'm so glad she saw through all that especially when when she called him and he screamed he said save something about saved your life and she's like you you did what anyone would have done which by the way was what i mean he didn't, you know, who saved her life? The fucking doctors. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, I, I, and, and, and I'm glad he was there and I'm glad he went to her side when her, there was a tree branch hanging out of her eye socket. I'm glad he didn't just, uh, you know, make a joke and say, can I go get a beer while she, she deals with this? I'm so glad he was human during yeah, that. But yeah. saved your life?
1: Yeah. I and mean, then she
0: goes, you did what anyway. And he goes, well, no one else was there, were they? And I'm like, well, except for producers and fucking, E- EMS and like
1: what? What are we? The people who what? own the snowmobiles and you know, <laughs> like what are maybe what are some we neighbors? About. I know <laughs> it.
0: Just, it was very bizarre. It. I mean, he acted like she called him from the top of Mount Everest and he climbed it to go save her. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's like yeah. I'm not taking away him being thoughtful in the moment, or that's fine. But it, but uh, it really cancels it out when you bring it up and say you save someone's life for just not, uh, I don't know, letting them bleed out in front of you. I mean, that's,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also again, guy.
0: yeah. And also again, it wasn't him. It was, and we saw there were lots of medical people around. Anyway, yeah. I, I, I can't really understand where that came from, but it was insane for him to say. And then the next thing we have, well, and that conversation came from what? From Claire telling her, this was very confusing that Cameron and him want to go on blind or double dates, obviously Claire and camera at a point where they can just talk about dating other people. I mean, that's fine. Good. Like whatever. Um, we knew that they were there, right? They're just friends. But I, 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 I one thing seemed glossed over, missed, uh, aimed to fuck with me, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Claire said, that she'd been holding on to this, but she wanted to tell her that Brennan has talked about going on double dates with Cameron. Okay. And then she said, and I rewound it a couple of times. She said, and he has gone on dates. Yes. He's been going on dates. Yes. Emily's confrontation with Brennan, Emily's conversations with Brennan, only included this double date with Cameron thing where he goes, yeah, no, I was just joking about that. Or whatever. Did they cut out the other stuff because, him, even if even if we could just decide that he was joking about going on dates with Cameron, which I don't believe that. I believe he would probably was trying to like everyone totally, really. yeah. Um, she said he has been going on dates.
1: Yeah, and that didn't come up. I noticed that too. I think I mean that would have been a pretty clear-cut question, right? And yeah. And, well, they sort of Are they saving the other, it for the well, D day, what's happening? That's actually a good point. It well, it always makes me too cuz I put myself in the person's, you know, you're like, "Well, what if I receive If I was Emily and Claire said, I've, "You know, I've been holding on to this for a little while." I've been you know, I'd be like, "What? Why? How long? How long you been holding on to it?" How many weeks ago? How many days ago? This is a short process. W- what's the timeline? Let's look yeah. at your phone. <laughs> what do you mean dates? What? How many? with people, you or who, you know the person? Like it just, and I, I mean, but then you're watching it and Emily gets really upset because obviously it's like everything comes falling down. Any ho- false hope that he gave her. And whatever was just crashing and, you know, you can see her sort of ex- realizing it in the moment. And I hated that for her, but I had a lot more cl- questions for Claire. One other thing I wanted to add about Brennan, I think him with the whole, I saved your life. I saved your life. I think it's like, not what you said before, like not a hero complex, but I think he thought if he just bides his time, sweeps up the floor for... You know, makes her a sandwich or whatever. What what was the snack he made her? She she wanted burgers. Got her some burgers. I think he thought that well, by the end of that, him being a dick this whole time and just dismissing the marriage would sort of be secondary to that. Oh, you know, he stepped up and he's going to look like a good guy. So then, for her to call him out on something and be like, well, "I saved your life," like don't forget the important part. You know, don't forget the the main chapter of the book we don't want that to get forgotten cuz then everything i did was for naught you know you're so
0: right he was really hoping for that storyline and she and not only did she rip it out from on, under him she burned it to the fucking ground avery <laughs> <Yeah. Emily laughs> yes. style and it's my new favorite thing cuz she just was like yeah so um anyway Uh, The way you've been trying to like make yourself look cool on camera and you've been so worried about optics, but you're so fucking stupid that you couldn't wait three more weeks or two more weeks or whatever it was when you asked somebody, you know, and she was just like the fact that you're such a loser that you couldn't contain yourself to act like a decent human for just, I don't know, one more week. Mm-hmm. Like when you you were riding high, buddy, on your with your white cape on, and um or red cape, what is it? Did I say something wrong? No, I think white cape. Okay, and white horse. Your, your white, right? Yeah, there we go. Your white horse and your cape. Anyway, white. listen, we're not. Sometimes we say, we talk about this a lot. Anyway, you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> she, she was. I was. I, it was the equivalent of just like I don't know some kind of it was just a speech for me. It was, I would have pulled out Michael's butt plug and put it in if I could have uh, at that moment and just enjoyed. I don't know what, I don't know what that meant.
1: I know I, I was, when you way. said that, I was thinking I'd pull out the butt plug and put it in my ear <laughs> to the close. Like, but, um, yeah, I, I, she handles herself. I mean, the, the saying, yeah, even if you thought we were in a friendship, we were still very much married. So either way, you look like an <laughs> asshole. Uh, if you were out there yeah. going to the Applebee's well, with some other ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: what was that? Um, remember Brett and Ryan, remember when Ryan oh, was on the dating yes. apps and and everyone was like, she was like, you couldn't just wait until next yeah. week. And, and I, I, I just, I think you mentioned this. Um, you might've mentioned this last week or at, at one point you did mention this. And I, I just, before we go over to Patreon and we continue to go, we have so much more to talk about that about for this episode, and we've already been here for a long time. So we're going to go to Patreon and keep talking. But before we do, uh, Mary has highly suggested to any of you people who are looking to be on this show and who are surprised <laughs> by the way you come across, by things that happen, by the fact that you got to move in with someone, uh, just watch them watch a couple
1: seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean honestly, it it's it's like it's going to school to be on this show. You you watch one season cuz they're all they, they're, that's the other thing. Nothing's going to really catch you off guard. They're all pretty much the same. You know, the expectations are the same, the risks are the same. It's really kind be of on- foolproof. I'll
0: be honest with you. If it's a season that's not available to you, uh except for with a fee i'll pay f- I'll pay for your season yeah I'll pay you I'll buy you season I don't know ten twelve whatever you want to watch and I'll buy you a season on in on iTunes and I'll send it to you jo- and just say save yourself yeah if you don't understand how this works save yourself because guys you're starting to look like fools
1: <laughs> I know i <sighs> You know, here th- this whole time, I thought you and I doing a podcast about this, that we were the fools. <laughs> Turns out this season, I mean, we look like Mensa. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even come up with the word Mensa uh, participant. Anyway, well, this is doesn't matter. High IQ, okay? High IQ. High <laughs> IQ. Yeah.
0: We're going to go over to Patreon and keep talking about this. There's still so much more to get into about all of this. And Uh, it's only $7 a month to join us on Patreon. If you can join us there, we appreciate it. If not, of course, we understand. We also get Sunday episodes. And don't forget, this coming Monday, you'll also get a bonus episode with the very, very funny ladies from Little Miss Recap where we're just going to have a fun conversation uh, that will come out on Monday to give you a little extra discussion before Decision Day next week.
1: Hmm. Uh, Wow. I mean... God help us all.
0: How'd we get here?
1: How do we get out? <laughs> all <right>. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Are you
0: my podcast? Are you my podcast?
1: Are you my podcast?
0: Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast? Are you my podcast?
1: Are you my podcast?
0: Are you, my podcast? Are you my podcast.